Hey everybody, it's Jason McLaren with the Leadership Loading Podcast, and today our guest is Eddie Rice, and we're going to be talking about leadership and storytelling. Uh, Eddie is uh, coming to us to help us improve our communication and public speaking skills and tell us a little bit about his story on how you can express gratitude towards your teams, especially if you're in that leadership role. So Eddie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. It's great to be here. Definitely. So yeah, give us a little bit of background on where you got uh, where you're at today and how you got there. Sure. So today I am a speechwriter where I help people put together anything from a wedding toast, a promotion speech, all the way up to a TEDx talk or a keynote speech. I love helping uh, leaders and speakers put together the right words and the right stories to get their message across. Great. And one of your key takeaways is message to message. And, and you know, being a, uh, a leader myself, when I was been a new leader, uh, getting out of the military and moving into uh, the corporate sector, uh, you know, getting around that uh, delegative authority type message to a more collaborative message towards my team uh, was one thing I had to learn. And I had to, uh, you know, get that mess into a message to you know make sure that I could uh, have that humidity, humility, and then give lessons to my team. So um, how do you work on that type of aspect? Yeah, so I got that idea from a book uh, by Judy Carter called The Message of You. And that's where she really talks about going from mess to message. And the idea is that you want to probe your past life or your current life um, for times when things just didn't go well, the messes. And you figure out a way that you had solved those messes. Um, and then you take the message from them and you deliver it to the audience that you're looking to speak to. And what this does is it makes you more humble as a leader because you're not going out there saying, look, I'm the best person in the world. Look at all the things I've accomplished. Instead, it's, hey, I've struggled with some of the same things that you have, and I want to show you the way forward. And it comes across as more of helping and being a leader rather than just saying, hey, I was the top salesperson and this is exactly how I did it. And you want to brag about all your awards. That almost never goes off too well with any audience that you're trying to lead. Definitely. I think that um, that leads into that humility. And I was in a uh, just casual conversation in the hallway the other day and I was talking to some people and they were asking about, you know, what do you do when you're off work? You know, what, you know that sort of thing, just casual water cooler conversation and so, well, you know, I hang out with my family and I, I work around the, the property I have and, you know, I'm working on my PhD and I just kept going. They're like, do you just say PhD? <laughs> like, just, <they're> like, <laughs> like it's just, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You just casually threw that in there. And I'm like, oh yeah. You know, it's, to me, it's uh, kind of a hobby, you know, being a continuous learner, but, um, but yeah, I don't want to brag about it until I actually get done with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, obviously getting in front of people is important and, and, being a basically a live podcast, we don't really edit or anything. Uh, there's some ums in here and some some stops and stuff, but that I think that makes better conversation. Uh, so that kind of leads me back to uh, writing a speech or writing any kind of presentation you have uh, is important, but uh, the delivery is even more important. And I think we see that with some of our uh, politicians today. I won't get into politics, but you know, when they're just reading off the teleprompter, and you can tell that every little word is scripted out very precise. And it comes off ingenuine. So uh, why do we need to make sure that we're not only saying the right words, but delivering it effectively? Sure. That's uh, 
definitely something that uh, I run into a lot with speakers is that they want a speech at the last minute. And I tell them like, that's not going to work for many reasons. Uh, one, I can't write, you know, that fast for what someone is asking. But then second, if the person hasn't taken the time to internalize their speech, it's just not, it, it's going to come off very wooden. It's going to come off like you're reading an audio book to the audience or you're reading an email to them. And at that point, well, the meeting could have been an email or you could have just emailed out the PowerPoint. So what I think about a lot of times is you want to do a 50-50 weight. You want to care about the words 50%, but then you want to work on the delivery another 50% as well. So if you've got a month to prepare your speech, spend two weeks on the words, get those words down so that you are clear on your message 100%. But then take the other, the other two weeks to really craft and hone your delivery to make it you, to you know talk, about, talk in the way that you want to talk, to put your message out there the way that you speak. And you're going to come off so much more relevant and authentic and credible because it's going to be your words that you own. And I think that is the key when you marry delivery with the words themselves. Definitely. And anyone that has uh, been to any kind of speech training or anything, uh, before we start recording, I was talking about when I first got out of the military, I started going to Toastmasters because it kind of forces you to practice. And and you can, your, your first few speeches, you're just basically, you get your note cards in front of you and you're like, okay, these are my bullet points I need to hit. And it's very uh, articulated and very uh, scripted. And then as you go along, you then you just have like maybe a few bullet points and you you just kind of fire off of those and go go forward and then by the time you're done you can almost just go go freestyle and go for it um i know myself as a instructor when i'm teaching classes i will uh, have a powerpoint and i learned once again throughout my career uh, my first powerpoints if i go back and look at them now they probably just have full paragraphs of text that i just basically read during the class right now and yeah and now i just have three or four bullets and a picture on the a slide that I, you know, will remind my brain on what things I need to hit. And then I can just use my experience to freestyle and go off of that uh, more credibly. And it that also builds that credibility with my, my students and uh, the people I'm presenting to. Oh, very much. I think public speaking is a skill just like any other, and it can be learned. And Toastmasters is one of the best places to go learn how to be a public speaker. And for everyone listening out there, Toastmasters is a worldwide organization. There's most likely a chapter near you. And what you do is each week, you either give a prepared speech or you do an impromptu speech through what's called table topics, where you get a random question and have to answer it on the spot. And it sounds scary at first, but then you start getting used to it. And you all of a sudden find this hidden talent within you that you can answer these questions on the spot and you just start to become a better speaker incrementally week after week. I've, I've watched people go from their first speech to their 10th speech, and they are completely different speakers by the time they get to speech number 10. And it's just amazing to watch. And that's the other problem I think we have in society is that we never get to see all of the practice that goes into really well done speeches, all of the TEDx and keynotes that are out there. We don't get to see the first time that speaker put that speech together or the amount of times they bombed on stage. And we just, it's kind of like watching, you know, sports highlights on ESPN. We get to see the shot that made it. We get to see the, the diving catch, but we don't get to see all of the practice that went into all of those things to make it happen. And public speaking is the same way. It's not an innate skill. 
it's something that you have to learn and practice over and over again, and then you get better at it. Yeah, a couple of things with that. I always use the analogy of my daughter's soccer team. She's five, so they have to practice twice as much as they play. Like, so we, we practice twice a week for an hour each, each practice, and then the game's only 45 minutes, so we have to practice almost two hours for a 45-minute game. And then, of course, we, uh, we're, we're good at the game. Um, we only lost one game this season, so that was good. Oh, congrats. Yeah, so, uh, but it just shows you that the more you practice, uh, you're going to be in competition, competitive things. You're going to beat the person that's not practicing very much, and that will come across in speeches as well. Um, another thing you were talking about is uh, when we're showing gratitude during our speeches. Uh, a lot of times uh, when I do my staff meetings, I have a monthly staff meeting, I make sure that I put my slide deck together, like I mentioned earlier, with just a few bullet points, but I actually run through that the Monday before the, the meeting that's on Wednesday. Uh, once again, so I'm up there you know, presenting, sometimes it's on Zoom or, or virtual, and sometimes we do it in person. But um, once again, you need that, you don't want to be up there standing in front of people saying, um, 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 well, this is, you know, this quarter we did good on this or bad on this. And, and then you just look like the robot that's, you know, barking down everybody's neck about, you know, how bad or how bad they did or, you know, making up something on the spot about how good they did, which kind of goes into the next thing about promotions and, and speeches for staff members or anyone that you are working with that's getting an award. Uh, you want to make sure that it's very fluid because you're usually giving that speech in front of 50, 100 people, uh, you know, we're giving gratitude toward the team. So how can we make sure that we're uh, doing that better? I have, I have two principles when it comes to toasts or award speeches or just those short ceremonial speeches that we have to give. Honor the person, honor the event. So you want to talk about what is it in that person that you're honoring that they did? What obstacles did they overcome? How did they overcome those obstacles? And what can we take away and learn from that person's own experience? And then you want to talk about the event itself. Maybe there's a special gift that you're giving. Um, and you can tie in the meaning of that gift to the speech that you are giving, uh, whether it might be a watch or a clock or a compass or some other memento that you might be giving away. Well, what's the story behind it? Why do you guys give that out? Or why do you all give out that you know memento or that gift what's the story behind that and what's the meaning behind it so you want to make sure that you're talking about the event itself but also the person that you're honoring and what they did to achieve and then ultimately why is the organization better for having this person in the organization and what they did to contribute to it if you can have all of those elements in just a five to seven minute speech you're going to do an incredible job Definitely. All right, Eddie, if you had to give one piece of advice to someone in a new leadership role and you only had one minute to tell them, what would you say? I would say practice as much as you can, um, whether it's in front of trusted advisors, whether it's in front of Toastmasters, whether it's just you alone running through your speech. Um, I've been in corporate world where I've seen speeches put together the night before and they just don't always go off that well. You get people up there who are saying the right words, but you can tell the delivery and the practice just isn't there. And that really makes it hard then for the message to get across and all that hard work that you put into the words, the slides, everything that you wanted to say is all for naught, mainly because there's that lack of practice and lack of delivery. And if you're really serious about it, get a coach, get a trainer, 
get someone who can give you feedback on a regular basis. Yes, it does cost money, but at the same time, if that's really what you want to do to be better, uh, you're going to have to go down that road of dropping your ego, getting the feedback that you need so that you can practice to be a great leader and a great speaker. Definitely. And I like how you mentioned it's going to cost money because you know, a lot of people look past that, that you have to invest in yourself, whether it be a certification or a, a degree or a coaching session. You got to invest in yourself on what you want to do. Um, you know, everybody that I work with, I always say, okay, what do you want to do? And then I try to point them in the direction of things they want to do and what cert certifications they need or what degrees or whatever they need. And that's what, um, so Leadership Loading Podcast is part of GoHeroes.org is a nonprofit that we help veterans and first responders uh, get those certifications. You know, that was one thing I faced when I got out of the military. I was a firefighter at 35 certifications in firefighting. It was going to cost me $75 per certification to move that to the civilian world. Couldn't afford it. So that's why we started this organization to help people with those types of issues. Um, we did kind of glance over earlier about your book. Uh, I believe it came out on the 18th of April. That's correct. Yeah, and it's called Toast, Short Speeches, and Big Impact. Can you tell us more about it? Of course. Um, it's, it's in two parts. Uh, the first part is my process that I use with any client when writing a short speech. So what I did is I said to myself, what are all the questions that the people ask me when they need an award speech, a promotion speech, a wedding toast? Uh, what are those concerns that people have that they bring to me? Well, I answered all of them in the first half of the book and said, this is how you can walk through the process. Even if you don't hire me, you have my book and you can go through the whole process from brainstorming to writing, to editing, to delivery, and you can learn how to put a speech together. And then the second half of the book is the application of that first half, where you get to see real speeches that people have given, whether it's at a wedding, whether it's at a promotion ceremony, whether whether it's for an award speech. And you can read actual examples of these speeches to see how these principles apply. And you can get inspiration for your own speech for how you want to take it and deliver it as well. So it's kind of a, it's a dual impact book um, and it's been doing incredibly well on Amazon so far. So if you are in that spot where you have to accept an award, if you have to give a promotion to somebody else or you're accepting a promotion, um, it's the perfect book to help you out to figure out what to say when someone says, can you just say a few words? Great. We'll put that in the show notes below, a link to that so people can find it. And if we want to get a hold of you directly, how can we do that? Uh, it's, I'm at ricespeechwriting.com. So that's my last name, Rice, R-I-C-E, just like the food, followed by the word speechwriting.com. You can uh, check out a first chapter of the book there, and then you can also get in contact with me. If you've got an upcoming speech, I would love to help you out. If I'm too busy, I have a group of writers that I refer work out to. Some of them are even better than I am. Uh, so I can always definitely uh, just serve the client as well as possible, uh, regardless of how we work together. Great, great resources there. And thank you for coming on the show, Eddie. Thank you, Jason. This was wonderful. There are thousands of leadership and management podcasts to choose from. We're glad you chose the Leadership Loading Podcast, a Go Heroes production. If you'd like to support Go Heroes Inc., visit www.goheroes.org. And with that, it's time to wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We sincerely hope you liked it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Let's all grow together. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Loading Podcast. <laughs>
Leadership Inspired.